Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports live on this Monday. We're streaming live on YouTube. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! Don't fret, don't fret, don't fret. We're still going to give you a boom because that's exactly what the Cowboys got in Buffalo. Beat down in Buffalo. The Cowboys get mollywhopped up there in North New York. What do they call it? Upstate New York? Whatever y'all call it over there, man. Another road game against a quality opponent. Can't quite figure out. You know, when I do these videos, I'll talk about it. We're going to recap the game. We're going to take a look at the defining moments. I think, I, I think most of those, if not all of them, except one for me, came earlier in the game. So we're going to break those things down, right? In the roundup, we got some good news, got some bad news. And, but the good news no one really cares about because I didn't even know of it until this morning. Um, the bad news, though, is is something we'll have to monitor throughout this week. Uh, boy, them, <laughs> Dallas don't know how to pack, do they? They don't know how to pack. Does anybody have a family member or a significant other that 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 quite can't pack correctly for a trip? That's Dallas. They either forgetting something, right? And they gotta run back and they try to use it later in the game. It doesn't work out. They're leaving common sense at home, you know. Gotta buy up up. You know, they gotta buy something at the place they're at because they forgot something when they're packing. That's the Cowboys. They they really don't know how to take what they're doing at home and bring it on the road consistently or against quality teams. And that's something they got to figure out. And we're going to talk about that out of the roundup in the first word. But let me say this. When I do these when I do these studies on these teams, I'm not just talking out the side of my mouth. I, I'm not. And I get it. We all are, you know, we're fans of the team. We're, we're fanatics. We're, we're all of that. We get, we get a little bit, bit crazy. But damn it, we talked about this squad being good. I, I I don't I don't know I don't know what more I can do for you guys, man. I'm, I I give you the video, I give you the numbers, I tell you about this person and that person, and what happens? This person, that person goes out there and whoops your ass. Now I'm not trying to get all the way into the breakdown just yet, but we talked about James Cook. We talked about. It. Talked about Joe Brady. Talked about it. We'll talk about Dan Quinn. 
We talked about that Buffalo Bills defense saying, we're going to play too high shell. You got to be able to run on this Buffalo Bills defense. You got to get them out of it. We talked about it. Nah, we're going to blow them out 40 to 13. You know, I hope they didn't have that mindset. I hope not. And I, and I believe they didn't. But it's 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 a part of me that that is a bit concerned because we talked about the discrepancy on the road and at home, Cowboys Nation. It's it's night and day, and they this was an important game to me. Might not be for the standings or whatever, but it was an important game to me because guess what? You're going to be playing on the road now. That's that's done unless you get a miracle. It's a wrap. You're not getting no first. You're not getting no first seed. If Philly falls completely on her face, maybe you get the second seed or third seed, depending on what happens in in the other divisions. But you're not getting home field. You can forget about it. So you better figure out how to play on the road. In fact, let's just get into the first word right now. Forget the roundup. This is Mike McCarthy and Dak specifically talking about that. It's a gap. It's, it's part of my message. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, we, we play so well at home, and there's and there's just too big of a gap in our road games. Yeah, we're, we're conscious of it. We'll, um, we've got a long flight home to, to continue to talk about it, think about it. Now, obviously, we've got to move on to Miami in the morning. Uh, we'll get get this one corrected. Uh, but yes, uh, I, I, you know, we we got to be better in this. You know, I think we talked about it coming off of the. The Thursday night game going into Philadelphia, I, I think a stretch really lays up well for us because, you know, it gives us three road games, all tough games. And, um, you know, I don't think anybody expected to, to play uh, the way we did tonight. Uh, they played well. I don't want to discredit their performance. But, um, yeah, we, we, we got to be we got to be much better on the road, regardless of what's in front of us and all the other conversations because uh, there's too big of a gap between home and away. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a huge difference. Um, and, and really, that's it, what the, this next week of preparation and, and honestly, these next couple of weeks are about is, is figuring out what that, that difference is and trying to close that gap. Uh, obviously, we'd love to come out, start like we play at home, produce like we do at home, uh, but that just hadn't been the case. So we've got to find out what, what those answers are and uh, try to close that, close that gap. And we, just, we can't be those two different of a teams, you know what I mean? Uh, Winning, winning like we do at home against obviously a good team last week and then come out here today and uh, just don't get anything done um, all the way around, I mean, in all three phases. Uh, but obviously when, when myself, the offense doesn't start, doesn't start well, doesn't help anything of it, any, any part of that, and um, allows them to continue to run the ball with the lead uh, and just makes it tough on everybody. I'll tell you one thing they don't pack on a the road. They don't pack a punch. We talked about it in the post-game show, you know, physicality and things like that, whatever you want to call it. They they don't pack that. The Buffalo Bills understood the assignment in this game. You lost by 21 points in a game where Josh Allen, who is one of the most reckless players in the league, a guy who wants to throw the ball 45 times a game, completed Seven. Seven passes. They understood the assignment. Okay. This is a team that doesn't necessarily want to be ran at a bunch, right? This is a team that 
given the elements we can use that in our in our favor because i don't trust them to stick with the the assignment to understand the assignment even if you notice in that game even when buffalo tried to throw it a little bit they said ah let me chill get back to running the ball they understood the assignment dallas didn't and there's going to be points in the in these defining moments where we'll talk about it and then we'll talk about the overlapping situation on both sides of the ball uh coming out of this game mostly for me for one side but but we'll talk about both so let's take a look at these um First, let's take a look at the road discrepancy. Offense on the road, we talked about that coming into this game, right? They, To me, they needed to show something in this game offensively. They did not. Ten points in this game. They couldn't figure out the two-high shell. They did not have an identity in this game, or if their identity was to throw the ball, it was a poor plan. We don't have the film yet. I go back and look, but from the sounds of it, they put that two-high shell on you. And you went out there and tried to throw on it all day, and it did not work. But when you ran, you were running successfully, but you didn't. that didn't seem to be a part of the plan. And that's what kind of was annoying about this whole thing. So we talked about this going into this game. I wanted to see this offense on the road, hostile environment. Granted, rain, I get it. But, hey, that, that might pop up. Piss poor performance. Defense. And this is interesting, in the four road losses, 28 points, 42 points, 28 points, 31 points. In three of those games, they allowed over 160 rush yards. Two of them over 225 rush yards. Against Buffalo, 266. James Cook, who was the most dangerous player to me coming into this game, absolutely went off on you you had no answer no answer for him and even late in the game not even really late like the third quarter where he was he had 104 yards rushing on you in the first half right so you would think okay maybe i'll come out of this whatever type of defense they were playing these light boxes let me go ahead and load this box up let's go back to five two type of defense or something to load this box up they came out, uh, the Buffalo Bills are like the green zone, money zone area. Not quite the red zone, but almost there. And Greg Olson was like, hey, man, this is a six-man box. <laughs> you got a six-man box. This guy has 150 rush yards on you. He coming out in a six-man box? At that point in time, you, hey, Josh Allen, dog, you're just going to have to just throw the ball. I refuse to continue to get bullied. But Dan decided to just keep on rolling with it, man. And they just kept rolling down the field on you. Nonetheless, let's roll into the defining moments for me of this game. Starts with the Bills' first possession, okay? They were rolling down the field, if we're being honest. You know, it started off not too great. James Cook was moving the ball. It was, he was running. It was, they were doing well. But just don't break, right? Bend, but don't break. So Buffalo... Gets to the to third and goal. Get a nice pass rush. D-Law hits. Josh Allen, a little flippity flop. You know, he does his little flop thing. And he gets the roughing the passer call. Now, one of two things here. One, I think piss poor call. Two, if you want to get on D-Law, which I, 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 I can't really get on him that much. But if you want to get on him on this one, you say, hey, man, 
throw your hands in the air, you run, and then you just try to stop as best you can. I, I really don't know what else these dudes can do in a situation like that. It's not like he hit him in his head. Josh Allen points to his head, and he's like, hey, hey, man, throw the flag. It didn't hit you in the head. D-Law tried to hold him up, and they still called it. Nonetheless, next time, don't even push. Just put your hands up and just hope for the best, which sucks because that's a guy that can pump, fake it, and run. But, you know, these referees is going to referee. All right, cool. They get the rough in the pass, so they go down in the score. That was a defining moment. You go from maybe 3 nothing to 7 nothing. Okay, Cowboys get the ball in the first possession. Second and six. I think this was the second play of the game. Boom. Got a deep shot to Brandon Cooks. We miss it. He was there. And you're not going to get many of those opportunities against a team that plays so much too high. In fact, I don't think you got another one. You missed that one. Okay. Can you bounce back from that and move the ball down the field? Well, you start to do that. Dak slides. My man tries to take his head off. Gets a personal foul. I appreciate Zach Martin for coming over there and and stepping in and and, and protecting your quarterback or whatever, right? Sticking up for your quarterback. I'm not going to be ticked off that he did that. I just wish he didn't push my guy, right? Because if he doesn't hit him, or not push him, but if he doesn't hit him, you don't have the offset penalties. You get that 15 yards, and it puts you in Buffalo territory right there. Instead, offset penalties, Cowboys just get the ball exactly where it was at. That sucks. You would have been in Buffalo territory. It is what it is. Okay, let's bounce back, right? Same drive. Get a nice four-yard game from Tony Pollard. Next play, you get a nice nine-yard game. First down. The ball would have been at the Buffalo 29-yard line. But holding. Holding takes it back. Now it's second and 12. The next play, Rico loses two yards. It's third and 14. The next play, sack. You go from potentially being at the Buffalo 29-yard line to punting from your 40-something-yard line. Defining moment. All right, second possession, you get the ball. You've shown you you had some success, right? You've shown you had some success. Tony Pollard was averaging six yards per carry. But for whatever reason, you come out and you go throw, throw, throw in the ring. I don't even think Buffalo threw the ball three straight times at any point in this game. It's 7-0. There's no need to deter from what's working in this game. But you go throw, 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 incompletes, punt. All right. Defense gets out there. They get a three and out. Buffalo punts the ball deep in their territory. Sam Williams. I, part of me is starting to think he shouldn't even be on special teams, man. I mean, it, it, I don't think he's a heady player. But anyway, Sam Williams, he gets through the line of scrimmage. I don't know if this is a call block point. I saw McCarthy kind of going back and forth with Bones Fossil. So gets through the line of scrimmage. He has a chance for one of the easiest block punts I've ever seen in my life. But clearly, again, I don't believe he's a special team player because he had no idea how to attack the ball. He he jumped straight up in the air instead of attacking the punter's foot, and he gets a rough in the passer call or rough in the kicker call. That rough in the kicker, 15 yards. They go down, they score. 
You're already having trouble stopping these dudes. You finally get another, another stop, and you give them another shot. Now it's 14-0. Okay, Dallas, you got to go answer. Dallas gets the ball. They start moving it. Couple completions. Nice throw to, to Cooks. You're moving the ball. You're running well. Tony Pollard gets a seven-yard gain, a nine-yard gain. Rico gets a couple four-yard gains. You're running the ball well. You get down to the 20. Tony Pollard rips off a nine-yard gain. He gets to second and inches, roughly. I thought it should have been a first, but hey, whatever. Second and inches. Instead of maybe going power run or instead of just quarterback sneaking and keeping the chain move, chains moving, they go single back formation. Try to run to the weak side. Taylor Rapp, nobody's over there. So you just, okay, I'm blitzing. Nobody's over here. Three-yard loss, third and four. Try to throw it. Incomplete. We settle for a field goal. Hindsight? Sure. Let's talk hindsight. The way the game was going, I would have been playing for four downs down there. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, second and one. Let's get the first down. Doesn't happen. Get it again. Okay, we lost three. Let me try to get two or three yards and make it fourth and one or fourth and two. You were running the ball on them pretty damn good. But we talked about what you needed to do in the pregame show. My Cowboys win if was if they win the red zone battle. You couldn't go down there and settle for three. Not at that point, in my opinion. But they did so. And then the final defining moment for me. Well, not the final. Because before we get to the last one. Before we get to that. Buffalo, in the first half, went down to score the third touchdown. This was a huge defining moment. Diggs fumbles the rock. Bell or whomever it was knocks the ball out. Donovan Wilson recovers it. And you see Buffalo like, hey, get on the ball. Mike McCarthy explained he didn't challenge the pet or challenge the fumble because he didn't get a review. But this is where instincts, this is where the understanding the moment, kind of knowing what's going on out there, seeing your players, seeing what they're doing has to take over. Has to take over. They're getting on the ball. Your guys are kind of screaming, "Hey, I got the rock." Your what? Your hands? You have the you have the challenge flag, and you're saying, "I'm waiting for a review upstairs." That's when you got to say, "Let me just go ahead and do this." If we lose, we lose a timeout. Who cares about a timeout in the first half of two minutes and thirty four seconds left? You actually get that back with the two minute warning. Who cares if you lose a challenge? It's, it's you got two of them. Your team is reeling. Your team is on its heels. You need a, a momentum-changing play. And it was right there for the taking. And you wait for something up top. Throw the flag, Mike. Throw the flag. Or, okay, I'm, a, I'm afraid to throw the flag, which you should throw the flag besides using the timeout. Call a damn timeout. At the very least... You give your guys a shot upstairs to review it. If they if they do see that it's a fumble, you throw the challenge flag, you get the ball back, and guess what? You actually have the timeout in your pocket because it's called a two-minute warning. Just, I just don't understand that. You have to understand the moment right there. You just have to. Not challenging that was huge. They go down, they score another touchdown, 21-3. Game is pretty much over at that point, but if you wanted to have any shot. Oh, well, hell, but before they go down and score, you get a sack. It's second and 19. J. Ron Curse, another 15-yard penalty. They go down and score. 
a bunch of defining moments in this first half. Finally, the, the, the defining moment in the second half, it happened early, it happened right now. If you wanted any chance to, to have a shot at coming back in this game, you had to go score a touchdown coming out of half, right? That's that's what we talked about at halftime. On third and one, after converting a first down, instead of treating this thing again like it's four down territory, you try to shot play in the rain on a team that was not letting you throw deep. Third and one, borderline third and inches. Just get under center. The quarterback sneak has been undefeated this year. Get the first down, recollect yourself, and you had to matriculate down the foot. They weren't letting you take deep shots in this game, coach. They weren't letting you. Instead, we come out and we try to run a play action, seven-step drop. Soon as he comes out of that play action, he's obliterated by, was it Phillips or somebody? I, I don't know. But he's lifted and dumped for a, like 11-yard loss or whatever it was, 10-yard loss. Now it's 4th and 11. You can't even go for it at that point. Hell, if you just ran it and it was 4th and 1, 4th and 2, you at least can still go for it. And that was ball game. That was the ball game, folks. Those are the defining moments to me. And it continued. We just continue to see that the focus does not seem to be the same on the road. And, you know, we talked about this in the post-game show. You don't have a long time to, to gather yourself. You're starting to prepare for Miami today, and it gets no easier. Elements be damned. I don't care if it's a perfect 75 degrees, sun is out, weather. I mean, the team in general is a good team, and that's what I was trying to tell you about this Buffalo. This is a good team, man. And they're, and they're coached differently offensively, I should say. They're coached well. It's a team that have that's averaging 14 points giving up at home. It's a team under Joe Brady that that is not the same team as it was under Ken Dorsey, offensively at least. And it says something to me where a quarterback can complete seven passes in a game for less than 100 yards and you still lose by three touchdowns. Hmm. Still waiting. Uh, still waiting. You got one more shot. And I think this now is the next. This is the next most important game on the road against Miami. You, you really need this for your psyche. You really need this for your psyche, man. You can't go over against the quality teams on the road. And yes, it'd be over. San Fran, Philly, Buffalo, Miami. Those those are the ones, right? Those are the quality teams. You go over. How, how do you feel going into the playoffs knowing you to get to the Super Bowl, you got to win three road games? Because you're going to be playing on the road. So both sides of the ball, they, they got to figure this thing out. But what happened to the complimentary football? I get that, that out of here. What happened to the complimentary football? You know, on the road at least. I don't, I don't, I don't get the rain plan here. I just sat here and showed, told you about Tony Pollard, nine yard gain, seven yard gain, nine yard gain. 
And then the next time you come out, three straight passes. Why? They can't stop you. You can't stop them, but they can't stop you running the ball either. Just don't think the Cowboys coordinator coordinators on the road or hell, we could even argue the special teams coordinator on the road against these quality teams are all in sync. I would love to. I don't know if they asked Big Mike. I watched the presser, but I don't quite remember this, but maybe they'll ask him today. Hey, Mike, what was the conversation between you and, and Bone? Was that a call block punt? Was that Sam just kind of just doing his thing? We just got a three and out. We, we can't afford just to punt the ball away. Let's get the ball back. Let's go down here and try to get some points. We don't. We need to put ourselves in any situation. See, the Buffalo Bills didn't put themselves in that situation. One penalty. Now, technically two offset, so it doesn't count. But what, both of their penalties were personal fouls. Both of their penalties were, hey, we're sending a message. But they played clean ball. That was the other thing that Cowboys win if. We said Cowboys win if the red zone. And then Jesse's was Cowboys win if they played clean ball. Five penalties. I feel like all five of them were in the first half. And all five of them were massive. They were huge. 15-yarder on curse. Extends the drive. Touchdown. Roughing the passer on D-Law. Extends the drive. Touchdown. Sam Williams roughing the kicker. Extends the drive. Touchdown. Holding Terrence uh, Tyler Smith. You go from being first and 10 at the 29-30 yard line of Buffalo to now second and 12 around midfield or whatever it was. Minus two yards. Minus sack. Another sack. Punt. Massive. The focus on the road does not seem to be the same, and neither does the energy, apparently. Neither is the energy. So they got to figure it out. You know, if you missed the um, first word at the beginning of the show, Mike and Dak talked about how, yeah, man, this, this, is a, this was a talking point, and we have to figure out how to bring, how to pack it up and bring what we do at home on the road really interested to get into the film today to see exactly what was the difference offensively um and honestly it might just straight up come down to you know they they, they refused to do what buffalo did which was understand the assignment understand what was in front of them and know that this is not going to be a game we're going to throw the ball 40 times it's going to be a game we're going to run it a bunch the elements are playing a factor here and we have to have that type of rain plan and it didn't seem like we did on a consistent basis. And that and the drive that, to me, showed that was the second drive when they came out and went pass, pass, pass. It was baffling to me. Your, your, your guy was averaging like five, six yards per carry, and you went pass, pass, pass. That's how I knew, all right, we're, we're not on the same page here. Buffalo understood the assignment. You did not. Buffalo said, we're going to come out here and be physical with our offensive line, yeah, we're not, we might not be the greatest pass-protecting offensive line, but one thing we can do is lean on you. You talked about them being a really good pin-and-pull team, a really good uh, gap team. They, they can do that, and they did that, and they hurt your guys doing it. And Cooks was excellent at the second level, and you had no answer for it. So it was just a complete shit show from literally every single aspect of the team offense defense special teams and and why does that always seem to happen against these teams it's never like just one thing it's the, a complete meltdown of all three phases 
Don't like it. And it's a day that it needs to be called out. All right. Let's talk to uh, some folk here. James, you called in before I even I even got live. I don't know how long you've been sitting here, but what's up, man? I've been sitting here for a minute, but hey, that's okay because your your talking points, man. I'm telling you, are absolutely spot on, my friend. Because I don't I don't see how you could say it any better than that. Because I'm just gonna say it like this really quick. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you stop running the ball when the when it's working, okay. And secondly, I'm gonna I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, Sky, but it's like. If you ain't figured it out by now what it takes to win on the road, you ain't going to figure it out. If you ain't figured it out by now, I don't know if you're going to. And, and, and the team on the road were totally undisciplined. <laughs> um, those penalties you were talking about, I mean, those, 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 those hurt more than you know. But, I mean, am I wrong? If you don't know by now, I mean, if you ain't figured it out by now, you ain't going to figure it out. Yeah, I mean. You know what I mean? That's that's the way it seems. You got one more game to figure it out. After after next week, I, I, that's it. Right. You're, you're 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 all your answers. The test is over. I mean, I'm not counting Washington. Yeah, I, I'm not counting mm-hmm. that game. I don't really care what happens, win or lose in that game. Right. The 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 games that that matter right now on the road, you're zero and three against quality opponents. So you got one <clears> one <throat> last mm-hmm. chance. Because sometimes sometimes it, all it might right. take is just that one little you know, motivational win on the road to maybe give you some confidence going to the playoffs. But if you can't do it against Miami, boy, right. boy, boy, oh, boy. It almost kind of – Hold up real quick. We're probably now not going to have a, a home field advantage. I think we just pretty much threw that out the window. Yeah, it's gone. And Dak probably gone. pretty much threw his MVP out the window that's with that game. Yeah, because gone. I'll tell you this much, my man. If you would have told me, because Tom Downing on Chat Sports said this, and this makes a lot of sense too. If you would have told me, yeah, man, Josh Allen only threw for 97 yards. <laughs> so I'm like, how bad, we, how bad we beat him up? I said this yesterday. If you would have told me, yeah. forget the 93 yards, right? Josh Allen right. has seven completions. Exactly. Seven. I would have been, how bad would we blow him out? That's what I would have said too. I would have said, damn it, how <clears> many turnovers <throat> did we get? You would have said none. I was like, exactly. I'd be like how okay. many, yeah, well, how many, how many three announced did we get? You would have said, well, only right. like only like two. I'd have been like, okay, well, well, what was the score? It'd be like thirty-one to ten. <clears throat> Damn, we beat them thirty-one ten. No, they beat you thirty-one uh, ten. Yeah. I'd have been like, how? It's not possible. Exactly. But that brings me to my last point: is that running the the our run defense, man. I mean, it's like it, it's like as soon as you seem like it, it, it looks like we fixed it. Then we go out and let somebody who I don't even think has ran that good really all season. I no, mean, no, 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 he's no, a no. bad back. He's no, good. No, 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 no. James Cook been running I don't running believe well. I've ever seen him rush for 178 yards against anybody that, this year, has he? That don't, that, look, that don't mean he ain't been running well. James Cook been – we tried to tell – I don't know if you've been watching the show this week. James Cook averaged almost so five yards. I thought most yards. of him was uh, out of the backfield and stuff with James uh, Cook, he had, see, that's what I'm saying. You got to watch the show. James Cook averaged oh, almost okay. five yards per carry. He almost, yeah. he averaged almost five yards per carry. I, I quite literally <clears> said you cannot sleep on him as a runner. He's a good runner, and he's a right. really good runner on the outside. He averaged almost six over six mm-hmm. yards per carry on the edges, specifically to the left, and they got a lot of good runs out there attacking the edges. Mike McCarthy talked about that specifically. That is right. a, a good running back that they just started using in the pass game. That That's what happened. He start, started getting busy mm-hmm. in the pass game, but – that was overtaking what he was doing on the ground. He was averaging, I think, two out of his last three games. He was averaging over five yards per carry. 
So, you know, he can run the yeah. block, and if you can't stop it, why would they stop why would they stop running the ball? I you know, just exactly. don't understand. See, they did what we they they did they did what we uh didn't do. They kept going running the ball and we didn't. Yeah. All right, James, appreciate so, the call, man. All right, my man. Thanks, guy. Yep. Let's keep it going with Toxic. What's up, man? Good morning, Sky. Hope you had a outside of that uh, game on Sunday. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Thank you, sir. So I'm actually going to pivot a little bit today. Uh, I, I'm hearing a lot of people talk, and there's a quote I, uh, I always took near and dear to heart that when things are looking like this, and it is in the midst of every crisis lies a great opportunity. And I'll be a straight up honesty. I'm not going to sugarcoat yesterday. Yesterday was complete fupa. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Uh, there is probably not one redeeming thing that we can look at yesterday. And everything you're bringing up are valid points. <laughs> and we are staring at the fifth seed right now, which, by the way, I know it's not the time to think, but I'm glad we're at least in the dance. So we know we're making the dance. Yeah, my bad, y'all. And, we're a quick toxic. The, the, the roundup was supposed to – I was going to talk about the Cowboys clinching. But I got I got too spirited with my opening yeah. monologue there, so I wanted to get right into it. But yes, the Cowboys clinched a playoff berth prior to the game. Apparently, allegedly, the team was not aware. Uh, the players weren't aware. The coaches weren't aware. But damn it, they played like they was like ah, whatever, we're in. But but I digress. Yeah. The Cowboys clinched a playoff berth. Whoop de doo. Yep, they and it was not a good time to be celebrating. Hundred percent nope. agree. And we are seeing all these indicators, and especially on the road. And whenever I, I think sometimes when we look at something and we are looking at it just specifically, we tend to not look at the big picture of things. And you have, and I look and you're bringing up some valid points. And what better opportunity to address this than right now? And you know you're going to be on the road in the postseason. I'm glad we're still on the road. I'm glad we're not going home right now. Because this is something that needs to be addressed. And you're going to, this next game is going to be very telling about this Cowboys season right now. And not in the sense that if we win or lose, but how we win and how we lose, the context of how we move. And yeah. we haven't lost the back to back games in two, since 2020, I think. 2021. And I remember uh, it, was, it was LA. Yep. I'm sorry, it was Las Vegas. We lost Las Vegas after losing to the Chiefs. Yep. And. You have an Dallas. You have an excellent opportunity at your hand right now because you don't get to go home where it's going to be comfortable. Great teams, great teams, overcome these types of things, and great teams have hurdles. And when I see this Cowboys team, they've done a lot of things right this year. I give credit to this coaching staff; they've sure, made adjustments. Sure. We're, we're not talking totality. We're we're, we're talking yesterday, yeah. obviously, and then to using that data with some of the other road other road yep. games against good teams, which were two other games, right? So, yeah, it's a three-game sample we're talking about right now out of 14, right. but that's the conversation at this moment. And it, the big question now comes, Mike, are you going to be able to rise to the occasion right now because we see these issues right now? You got your coaching staff. This is the time, Mike McCarthy, you need to rise to the top and show that you can overcome these going into the postseason. So sure. I embrace the opportunity, and I embrace this because this is the adversity this team needs. I love that we have this schedule the way we have, 
because, again, we are really going to find out a lot about this team. It's not about when you get knocked out. It's about how you respond. Sure. And even in, in fighting and in, in, in every other sport, great teams lose. Great teams don't stay losers. Great teams overcome this. And I think this is an excellent opportunity we have in our hands. I'm not Big trying – I know people are expecting me to be toxic, but this next week is going to be very, very telling. So I, I embrace this, and let's see how this team responds because I know for a fact last year we would have just copy and pasted a Kellen Moore bullshit game plan, and this wouldn't have never been fixed. I trust this staff that they can get this thing right because last year they were excellent on the road. Don't know what happened this year, but y'all need to trust in Dak and y'all need to trust in your playmakers that they can overcome this because this is not last year's Cowboys. This is not the same old Cowboys that we're used to seeing. This team has looked and well, moved differently. Well, Toxic, we're three games in, though. That's 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 the problem. We're, we're, right. we're three games into to this four, four quality opponents. It'd be one thing if we're talking about one game. We're talking about three, you know? It, yeah, they got to right. bounce back against Miami and win, but... We're three games in, brother. Like it's, this isn't this isn't some one off, and and that's 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 the concern. That's the worry. I think that's the legitimate worry. Is that you're right, man? Three times you played a quality opponent in a row, and three times you just did not bring it, and and that's something that that is concerning. I just I can't I can't fake that. And you have every reason to be concerned. I guess better way of wording it. I trust this coaching staff. I think we are positioned with a coaching staff that can figure this out than we have in years past. So again, like if they go out in Miami and they look like absolute dog shit, then there's nothing else you can really say. It, it, the, the tail of the tape, it's all there. So I hope that Mike McCarthy is up to this task because the way they looked yesterday and you didn't make adjustments, every fan has every reason to be like, yeah, uh, this is just not feeling right. And I'm looking at it as, okay, yeah, yesterday was pitiful. Let's see how you respond. Because if you go out there and look like a lame duck out there again, then you're 100% correct. So let's see how this team responds. And I'm glad it's a quick turnaround. I'm glad it's on the road because, like I said earlier, this next week is going to be very, very defining. So let's see if this Cowboys team – can rise to the occasion, overcome this mental hurdle, something they haven't done for, what, 20-something years? Let's see if they can do it. And that's where I'm at with this right now. We're on to Miami. That's it. So other than that, try not to be too much of an optimist. Um, great show again, Sky, and look forward to cooking some dolphins this weekend. Have a good day. If you're talking about overcome something they've done in 20, what, what, what are you talking about? Like Going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, you got to go through the road, man. You're going to have to go through on the road through everybody else's house to do it. To me, next week is going to be more difficult. <laughs> Here's why. I, this is why, to me, it's so baffling. This is so mind-boggling. You had the easiest opportunity and excuse to abandon what you normally do, and if 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 the adjustment didn't work, you could blame it on the elements. Easy. You you really had it e- offensively. We're talking about offense. You had it easy in this game. You did. You couldn't run. Here we go. You you that you just can't for two different reasons. The elements in the team that you're playing against that we talked about is not going to let you do all that. 
You could have said, okay, they ran the ball 49 times. 49 times. And it wasn't like, oh, they were getting the ball back a whole bunch because you've turned the ball over all day. You threw one interception down 31-3. Ran the ball 49 times. There was a there was a there was a series. I think I wrote it down here. Okay, after they got that sack on second and 19. Actually, two series. Second and 19, they threw an incomplete pass. Got the penalty. Buffalo said, enough of that. They ran the ball seven straight times. All the way down the field for a touchdown. There was another possession. I kicked, They kicked the field goal in this possession, but for whatever reason, they stopped running it once they got to the red zone. They ran the ball like nine straight times to get to goal line. This was the easiest game to say, man. All right. Tony Pollard, Rico Dowdle, Hunter Lipke, Malik Davis. Here we go. Easiest game to do that. From time to time, pull it out, play action. Let's keep the chains moving. You ain't going to be afforded that next week, likely. Especially if your defense is, is, is the way it's been against quality schemes and quality opponents. This was the easiest game to me to do that. So... If and that's why I said they don't pack common sense. If common sense, you couldn't put common sense in your suitcase, in your briefcase, and whatever, and pack it on the road yesterday. You better prove it to me on Sunday, man. Am I tripping? Am I tripping? Because I, I truly do believe this was once you start seeing the downpour, but we which we already knew. That's why they were practicing in the rain. And once you saw you could run the ball. You think Buffalo, because they came out trying to throw it, you know, you think Buffalo didn't realize oh, James Cook is averaging like five yards per carry. The want to keep throwing the ball for. Here you go. Finish the game with 7.2 yards per carry. 25. That is, that's absurd. I would love to know when was the last back that had 25-plus carries and averaged over seven yards per pop. And, and the wild thing is, y'all, this is, this is the thing about Dallas, man. This is the craziest things happen to Dallas all the time. He ain't have a carry over 24 yards. You know how numbers get skewed, right? Like Somebody can have 50 yards on four carries, but it was a 40-yard run. So the number's going to be wild. He quite literally averaged almost seven yards every time he touched the Probably more than that. Obviously, the numbers say that, but take away the 24-yard run. He's still averaging a ridiculous number of uh, yards per carry. That's, that's embarrassing, man. He averaged more yards per carry than Josh Allen did in pass attempts. Let me get off. Let me get off. Let me just let me talk to B Bird, man. Because me and B Bird, we talked last week, B Bird, and one of the things we said, or I said, was I would rather see them go out there and lose a fight than lay down. That would tell more about me if they laid down and they went out there and laid down, B Bird. Yeah, Scott, I'm I'm with Toxic. I, I'm I'm gonna sound kind of crazy here uh, to most people, especially on this Monday, but. I don't really take a lot from this game. I told you about the anomaly that, that, that's there. It's just very hard for, for the game of the year to be played a week before. Then to come get up for that game. And, and we're a dome team, man. 
and weather really affects us. That's just what it is. So it was just a recipe for, for what happened. So my son, of course, is a diehard Cowboy fan. He was really upset. And I and he said, Dad, why are you upset? I said, because I've seen this before, man. I said, but the thing about it is when I've seen it, the Cowboys do it before they bounce back. And so I'm not really concerned about this game. It's not just the Cowboys. Anybody that goes through that situation where they play a division team for the division lead and all the marbles and they have to go to a, a team they're just not familiar with, it's going to work that way. Then you factor in the elements, man. I'm not really that concerned about it. One thing I do like is that some things that, that – that, uh, you had a comment on it? I'm sorry. Yeah, I just don't get how you're not concerned, but go ahead. I'm not, I'm not concerned because one thing I know that uh, McCarthy has made adjustments. After the last time we got blown out, uh, he made adjustments on the offense. So I do trust him. It's not Kellen Moore. So I do trust him. I'm, I'm not necessarily concerned. One of the things that you're, you're talking about, I think that you're concerned about, is us being 0-3 uh, against quality teams. Here's the deal. San Francisco is the best team in the league. On the road. So that's just but, but, Yeah, on the road. San Francisco is the best team in the league. Philadelphia is Philadelphia. I mean, if you said before the year, hey, we're going to split with Philadelphia, yeah, that, that's about right. We'll lose up there. And, we'll, and we didn't play a bad game in Philly. And yesterday was an anomaly to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's just – How is it, I, an, I how is it an anomaly? Fun. You quite literally scored 10 points on the road earlier in the because season I, against a quality opponent. That's I, not considered an anomaly. An anomaly is a one-off. Well, you want me to tell you why? Yeah, why is that an anomaly when the, you didn't show up before on the road against a quality team? You get that? You, 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 yeah. Actually, you didn't show up against a bad team either, but go ahead. But here's the deal. Because the, the, the stat that you dismissed the other day, because it was too long ago, is the same feel of that game. It was 23 to nothing. We lost to Indy. And I, and I said, man, this is the same situation. It's the same game. That's why I'm not really worried about it. We bounced back. And what happened? Board. So if you want to use a, a game from five years ago, what happened when they had to go on the road? They won out there and got ran on for 300 rushing yards. If you want to use that year, which is, is, is crazy to me to use a year where they lost on the road and got ran all over. That's not a, that's not a glowing thing. Hey, man, this, this happened before. Than, that's the, is, that's the problem I'm not, I'm not, is that this has happened this before. And that's why you needed to come out team. here against a quality opponent and play well. To say you're not concerned after what you saw, to me, is just, is just wild. I mean, this obviously it's your opinion. Okay. But I don't get how yeah, the evidence opinion. is out there in front of you, and we like, hey, no problem. So, 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 let's say this: we got blown out by we we got blown out by Fortnite, right? Yep. Didn't play good, right? No. What did we do against? Do you say we played good against Philly? I wouldn't. Philly? I would say the offense played good. I wouldn't say the defense played good. Give up twenty eight yeah, points no, in that game. Hey, <laughs> what I'm saying is we didn't play bad in that game. It's offense like didn't bad. play bad. Defense played bad for okay. three quarters. Okay. I, I, look, remember when I said this is my opinion? This is just my opinion, man. This, this, this is a long season. I think what we do is, and I told you before the 49ers game is this. I said, man, I don't want us to put too much stock in this game. This is a, this is a long season. If you put too much stock in that game, then you can, you can, you can lose your focus. This is a long haul, man. This thing ain't – just. We're going to lose some games, man. This game yesterday, I, I'm not really concerned about that it's game. It's not about losing the game. That, that's what we talked about last week. I said, I specifically said to you, you're going to get in road fights. I, if you lose in a road fight, hey, it happens, right? But you laid down. That tells me more about this. You, you got laid down, if you really want to call it that, for the second time, and really in Arizona – you know, they came out there and punched you in the mouth, too. But we talk about quality opponents. We don't want to talk about the other one. That was a bad opponent you went out there and looked bad at. And we, we kind of just ignored that one. But 
You you got punched in the mouth again for the third time on the road. I'm I'm sorry that I can't just you say, you know. That, well, you say punched in the mouth. Now, you, you, you say punched in the mouth, but you also put in the Philly game in that which was not punched in the mouth. They gave up 28 points in that game on defense. That's 28. That's a professional football team that, that is really good that was in the Super Bowl last year. Right. I mean, I, mean, I don't know what you think that, they're going to do at home. Uh, that, that, that's my whole point, B-Bird, is against quality teams, you don't show up. On either side of the ball collectively. We talk about what's the what's the buzzword we talk about, right? Like we gotta have complimentary football. Where was the complimentary football against Arizona, San Francisco, at Philly, and at Buffalo? Go. That's four games we're talking about here. This isn't an anomaly. This isn't a one-off. What is an anomaly about being 0-4, getting punched in the mouth in three out of the four games, and then in the fourth game, you don't have you don't have complimentary football? That to me is not an anomaly, that's a pattern which is a cause of concern. That doesn't mean that they can't go win it, but it is a cause for concern is what I'm saying. And and that's, and that's I'll go to the next thing, man, because it's kind of funny that me, I'm not really this this positive dude or whatever. Like I look at the Cowboys with a slanted eye, but me and Tom are kind of on the same, Toxic Tom are on the same page on this. It's kind of funny that we are because I think we're looking at the bigger picture, but that's just, that's just that. One thing I want to, I want to go to this last point was, um, you know, it's. I know that people say this, and I brought this stat out to you before, that, hey, the schedule is made out, uh, you know, no, it can't be anything done with the schedule because it's no funny business with the schedule. And I tell people, yes, it can be. And people say, well, why? I say, well, you can play a Buffalo in December or you can play them in October. It's a difference when you play them, right? So they can set that thing up. And, and then people come at me and say, well, yeah, that's conspiracy theory. One thing I did look at, and I told you this when the schedule came out before, I said, it's funny how the Cowboys always end the season on the road. I went back and looked this morning, and we have since 2010, we have three home games at the end of the year, the end of the year, and we have 11 road games. They do that on purpose. They do that to put the Cowboys in conflict. And so some of these games, man, it's just interesting to me. I just want to put that stat out there. Three since 2010. That's crazy that we only ended at the house three times since 2010 and 11 times on the road. So I think they do do some, some finagling with that to get us in some bad situations or whatever, because while we don't have Buffalo at, uh, uh, in sep- uh, September or October, or you know what I'm saying, sometime like that where the weather's even better. But I think, uh, again, Scott, at the end, man, I think that, um, you know, my thought process is let's just keep on going with this thing. Mike does have to make adjustments. When you lose, only thing you lose is when you don't see – you know, why you lost that and what can we improve on and how can we do something different. And I think if he might adjust, just like he did at the 49ers game, then I think if they do some adjusting on defense, man, I think we're going to be okay. But anyway, that's, that's, that's it for me, man. I appreciate you taking my call. Brought up defense. All right, man. Appreciate you, b Bert. Flat out, man. There's no way around it. it, it, it you, you, that, that's a cause of concern. Flat out. You, you cannot lose like that again. That's the thing. It's not like it's once. Don't believe me? Listen to them. You don't think being on the road, not being able to perform, listen to them. It's a gap. It's, it's, it's a gap. my message. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, we, we play so well at home, and there's and there's just too big of a gap in our road games. You know, we're, we're conscious of it. We've um, got a long flight home to, to continue to talk about it, think about it. Now, obviously, we've got to move on to Miami in the morning. Uh, we'll get get this one corrected, uh, but yes, uh, I, I, you know, we we got to be better in this. You know, I think we talked about it coming off of the 
the Thursday night game going into Philadelphia. I, I think this stretch really lays up well for us because, you know, it gives us three road games, all tough games. And, um, you know, I don't think anybody expected to, to play uh, the way we did tonight. Uh, they played well. I don't want to discredit their performance. But, um, yeah, we, we, we got to be, be much better on the road, regardless of what's in front of us and all the other conversations because uh, there's too big of a gap between home and away. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a huge difference. Um, and, and really, that's it, what the, this next week of preparation and, and honestly, these next couple of weeks are about is, is figuring out what that, that difference is and trying to close that gap. Uh, obviously, we'd love to come out, start like we play at home, produce like we do at home, uh, but that just hadn't been the case. So we've got to find out what, what those answers are and uh, try to close that, close that gap. And we, just, we can't be those two different of a teams. You know what I mean? Uh, winning, winning like we do at home against, obviously, a good team last week and then come out here today and uh, just don't get anything done um, all the way around, I mean, in all three phases. Uh, but obviously, when, when myself, the offense doesn't start, doesn't start well, doesn't help anything of it, any, any part of that, and um, allows them to continue to run the ball with the lead uh, and just makes it tough on everybody. Not the first time, man. And they got they really have one game left in Miami, in my opinion. I can I can care less about playing Washington on the road twice the last two years. I, that means nothing. Um they got one game left. And and you hope that this one game they can put it all together and it gives them some some confidence. But we talk about we're confident in Mike McCarthy making adjustments and all this and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean Sure, but where where are those adjustments on, on on the road? Where are they? Ten points in Buffalo, ten points in San Fran, sixteen points in Arizona. Can't figure out the red zone. Philly, look, we could talk about them putting up twenty three points and three hundred seventy four yards, but you know the same things keep creeping up: penalties, penalties, execution, focus. It's in a row. That's that's four different occasions. All four of your losses are on the road. And 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 we're talking about anomalies? Nah. That's not an anomaly, bro. They gotta figure this out. Figure it and, and, and do it by next week. Because if not, unless you're just going in with blind optimism, which is fine. You know dang on well. You're going into the playoffs, you saying you have to win three road games, and you couldn't even you could only win three, probably in a regular season. You gotta win three in a row. Man, you're gonna be you're gonna be feeling some type of way. And cheeks gonna be tight. Ugh. Gotta go to Philly or got Philly, gotta go to Miami, gotta go, or not Miami, Detroit, gotta go to, to San Fran. That confidence ain't gonna be quite confident. Six oh nine, what it is, what it do. Hello? Yeah, you live, man. Yo, what's up? Real quick, I just want to address, like, our run defense. So, it seems like, I don't know, like, Marquise Bell. Like, I like him there on, like, passing downs and when we're up. But it seems like when the team's running at us, I don't think that's the best strategy for us to have a safety playing linebacker. Yeah. That, no, that's always been the, the, the worry about him. He, he's he's light. He's a safety playing linebacker. You got to keep him clean. You keep him clean, he can play well. If you put a bunch of bodies on him, it's tough because that's not his game. Um this would have been, I think, a good game to maybe put Micah. You know, once you saw them starting to run and they were just 
running either tosses at Michael Parsons or running away from Michael Parsons. I think it would have been a good good game to put him in the middle of that field. But, yeah, you know, Bell, Bell it's going to happen from time to time. Bell's going to make some plays for you, and then there's going to be games like this where they run right at Bell, and that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, too. Like, I don't know. Like, why don't they move Micah back to, like, linebacker in games like this when Josh Allen's only throwing the ball, what, 15 times? Why not move him to middle linebacker where he can affect the game more? I just feel like we get we are getting too comfortable at Micah at defensive end instead of moving him back to linebacker and when he, when we need him. I think that's a game where we needed him at yeah. linebacker. I, yeah, I give up. I you know I've been I've been talking for a while. You know what I what I think Micah should be able to do should be doing, but that's just me, right? I yeah. think he should be in you know a middle a backer and then you rush him obvious rushdowns or whatnot or, or at least game planning like a game like this where you see it's happening make that adjustment uh i give up yeah exactly. you know on that whole situation yeah. but it's just like, but even when rashad evans got in for one play i think he made like a big stop i mean like did he stop somebody like on, blo- on the, i think it was on the goal line so they, he did like a run Clark blitz he, he also did a run blitz excuse me where um they did a play action and he ran through the the running back and got a pressure on on um I think it was Josh Allen who who got the ball away just at the last second. So yeah, he, I mean again, I gotta go watch the film, but I do remember him in those two plays you're talking about, one in the red zone and one uh, where he blitzed Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy, man. So I just wanted to call in and see how you thought about that. You know, I think Marquise Bell is a great player. I just don't think in like the games like this, I just think teams are gonna just figure out. Because I was watching Dan Orlowski this morning. I mean, I, go get up. And he showed a couple of plays where they they strategize just to run. I know, I know. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's wrong person to quote. It's like, a yeah, bad week to like, watch that, man, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But, yeah, he showed a couple of plays where they, like, kind of schemed to go right at Marquise Bell and stuff like that. So I think teams are starting to pick up that were light there. And now with no Hankins, too, man, it's kind of scary to have him, you know, by himself when um, guards and, you know, tackles can get up on him. Yeah, that's, that's, that, is, that is the thing to worry about with Marquise Bell is when offensive linemen or, or sometimes two of them, or just just mauling him, right? He's that's not his game. He's too yeah. he's too light to to disengage or even thump and take it and, and cause traffic right there. That's just not his game. Um, again, I go back yeah. and look and see if that was a cause in general. But you know, they, he, he was also Cooks. That is James Cook. I'm sorry, was also just making dudes look silly too at that second level. So like, he wouldn't get touched oh, yeah. through the line of scrimmage. So now he's two three yards beyond the line of scrimmage, and he's just. <sighs> He's just hitting dudes up at the second level. They just just not wrapping up, forcing missed tackles and scoring touchdowns yeah. or getting big gains. It was it was a it was an embarrassing performance for the run defense. Uh, definitely was. But I'm gonna hop off the line, Scott. Uh, appreciate what you do, man. Great Thank job, you, man. Appreciate. It. All right, boss. Take care. Let's get seven five seven. What it is what it do? Scott, what's going on, man? Lock me in, man. This Banks, man. Banks. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. All right, yeah. what's up with you? Locked in with Vach and Lana, too. Look, man, I'm um, I'm going to kind of continue off what my man just said, man, as far as the run defense, man, because I know we've been on uh, we've been on McCarthy a lot this morning. But, uh, you know, my main thing is that is, is the defense, man, the run defense, man. It, I feel like this kind of the game we needed. Maybe this maybe this will help Dan Quinn, man, kind of, so they get his head out of his ass, man, and stop playing favorites, man, because I definitely like what we've been saying, man, see Michael Parsons play line Games like this, he needs to be a linebacker not, and not on the ball on the line where they can get his hands, their hands on him, man. You know, let him get out there and make plays with linebackers and fly around. You know, we need guys that can sustain the edges. 
because that's really where they hurt us at, man, those outside runs. Uh, you know, have D-Law and, and whoever else out there, whether it's Sam Williams or whoever to contain those edges, man. And that's, that's basically what we need. And, and Dan Quinn, Mike McCarthy had to make adjustments, but Dan Quinn definitely should have made some adjustments, man. We just got too many safeties on the field. Guys like J. Ron Curse, I've seen the play J. Ron Curse went unblocked, man. He just took a a bad angle on Cook and he just, just sprung for another big run. And I don't know, man. They just gotta make some adjustments, man. And and it's time, man. Get your games like that, you just American gotta get the guys on the field that's that's just not going Marquise Bell shouldn't be on the field. Uh I, I like Marquise Bell. If you got him at safety, him coming down and hitting freely, like that's Games like that, like, that's what he should be. Like, you know, too many times, man, Dre Walker, I've seen him just getting caught up and just not putting in effort to go make a tackle, man. I, I just don't know what it is. He's just not been good this year, but uh, we just need to make those adjustments. And I feel like also we should worry on this game. I don't agree with the guy said we shouldn't worry. We should definitely worry. Um, I feel like we kind of beat ourselves early on, especially in the most part with those penalties, giving them – 14 points early off of the pass in the pass, the rough in the pass. Hey, Banks, uh, and, 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 and that's the thing about ahead. it. That has been a, a reoccurring theme, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. that's been a reoccurring theme. On, on, on all your road losses is you've had a ton of penalties. You, you've, you, you haven't been focused, right? And in one aspect or the other, yeah. you got punched in the mouth to the tune of your, your defense average giving up over 35 points per game or something like that, Thir- about 32 points per game. So, you know, these are yeah. reoccurring themes that they need to put every single last one of them to rest next week for, I think, Cowboys Nation to, to, to feel confident about going on the road three straight times. They have to put it all to rest. Hey. It can't be... It can't be one. It can't be one or the other. I think they have to go out there next week and play a clean game. Obviously, get out there with the dub, but you know they they can't. Hey, fourteen penalties, but yeah. we we snuck a victory because of some fluky play. Like nah, man, they got to go out there, be yeah. disciplined, focused, clean, and not get punched in the mouth for 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 the first time on the road against a quality team. Yeah, got to, and I think Miami is going to try to. Oh, I Miami duplicate the same game plan and run, sir. But they couldn't. They could very well use Tyreek kind of as a decoy man because you know how we're gonna play him, you know. Uh, don't sleep on well run don't the ball, sleep man. on Mostert and A Chain. They'll run the ball. A Chain. They'll they'll run the ball. Yeah. If, yep. if they see it working, they'll, see. Here's the thing about Mike McDaniel's people don't realize. Mike McDaniel's was a run game coordinator for a long time underneath Kyle Shanahan. That's why his run schemes look dope. Yeah. That's why Kyle's run schemes look dope. It's really Mike McDaniel's, but. I digress on that point. Mike McDaniels, if he sees you can't stop the run, oh, he don't give a damn if two only has 20 attempts. Doesn't bother him not one bit. He'll keep running the ball. So, you know, they they, they better pack their big boy pants next week. And I don't know how many teams have allowed multiple teams to run for over 200 yards on them and and consider themselves a Super Bowl contender, right? So you got to go out there and and make a statement. And we've seen them run the ball for over 200 yards a couple times this year and put up 70 points another time. So they ain't going to come out here and be all soft on you. Absolutely. And and my quick point, earlier you said you didn't know if uh, that Sam Williams uh, block point you said was called or just kind of got through. I think it was called because right before the play, the ball snapped, I seen him shift. And honestly, this was in my, I said, they're about to block this. And he got through there. And it could have very well be a block if he would have stayed on his feet. 
So I think it was definitely called, and I think that's uh, what Mike was talking to uh, Bones about um, after that had happened. But uh, that's all I got, man. Mm. All right, man. Appreciate the call, Banks. Well, and I, and that, and you're probably right. That's probably why Mike was was over there and um, was like, "Hey, what's going on?" I mean, I, I don't. It sounds like maybe Mike didn't even realize it was a block punt call, and maybe at that point in time, he he'd go in the speaker or whatever and say, "No, no, no, no. Let's just play punt return." Which where was the ball at? Because I, I felt like the end zone was like a little bit behind. Where was the ball at? Give your guy a shot to take one to the crib. You needed everything possible. So, all right, one, two. That was the second time. So, the Buffalo 26. So, that means they would have punted it. What did have punted it, y'all? Like the 15 or so? I don't know how far back they, they punt. So, you're talking about inside the 15, possibly? You're getting good field position. Just, just play punt safe. Let's try to get a return. Let's try to get Turpin to take one to the crib. Or get a, give us better field position, and and that's probably why Mike. Again, I haven't even rewatched the broadcast view. I, I just, I was like, man, this game is terrible, right? So the film is probably in my, in my stuff right now. But I'm pretty sure that's why Mike was like, hey, you know, run that by me. In 2020, uh, Bones was doing a lot of that rogue shit, and Mike was like, no, nah, no, nah, cut it out, right? It was a whole lot of fake punts, if y'all remember. You know, a lot of things going on in 2020. Um, this wasn't a game, I think, to get cute. Obviously, just look on the other side of the ball. They wasn't cute. Wasn't cute at all. They completed seven passes in this game. They understood the assignment. Bernie said, well, at least uh, Miami's finesse. Yes and yes and no, right? Like, like again, we'll, we'll look at the film. So, yes, in the sense of a lot of motion, a lot of eye candy, cool concepts, Mike McDaniel, swaggy coach. It feels very finessey. And then you watch him. And you start to see Teron Armstead getting out. You're starting to see some pin pulls. You're starting to see some, you know, lead back type stuff. And, and most are running hard. And like, oh, okay, they finesse. But but these boys can get busy, too, on the ground. Um, and we, we kind of getting ahead of ourselves. We'll talk Miami. I'll probably get into Miami ASAP, honestly. But... You initially, when you look at Miami, from you step back and you see Tyreek Hill and you see Waddle, right, to uh, all the high numbers, you think pass, 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 pass. Plays in our favor. Mozart got like 15, 16 touchdowns on the ground. A-Chain is stupid. He doesn't even make any sense. You know, I don't even think he has 100 carries and he got like 700 yards or something crazy like that. Um and, and then Jeff Wilson, if they ever decide to play him, I mean, he can get busy on you sometimes. So it's a, it's a difficult offense to prepare for. You have to be able to match the physical. You have to bring that physical punch. If you go watch the Titans game, you know why the Titans were able to beat them up? Because they were a physical team. They're a physical team. Their coach preaches that. Now, we want to talk about, about DQ. And, and like I said, I got a whole show that I'll probably talk about DQ. I'm still waiting to figure out a way to get it out. Like how to how to explain this thing, but twenty eight points in Arizona, they rushed for two hundred and fifty yards. You had no answer, and I mean, look, we could talk about this the best team in football, but guess what? If you want to get to where you got to get to, guess where you're gonna have to play the best team in football, y'all. 
in San Francisco. Philly dropped 28 on your head. The long way, by the way. They went the long way. It wasn't like they got the ball at the 10-yard line. They went the long way every time. And then Buffalo ran for 266. Buffalo completed seven passes and scored 31 points. Hey, Dan. I need you to figure that out. Just just figure it out for this year. We'll, we'll have a discussion in the offseason about you. But I need you to figure that out this week. Fucking <laughs> this year. This week. But if I'm being completely honest, you're, this is probably going to be a game. You're, you're, you're probably going to have to score some points. I ain't sounding like you, Ty. Y'all some roaches, man. Where was my man at the last six weeks? Or cockroaches out here. Calling what I see after the game. J cubed. Appreciate the super chat. Super chat. Drop five and said Mike just told on himself. We did lose on the road on the Eagles on the road last year, but at last year at but went to ten. Okay, went to Tampa last year and went on the road versus Tom Brady. Yeah, last year's last year. If we was playing like last year on the road, it would be a different. Would be a different story. We're not talking about last year. Talk about this year. They got to figure something out this year. Super chat. G Dub dropped five and said, "We don't use Mike at linebacker because the last time we did, he went to social media saying free me." Funny thing about that, Michael was not happy. He wasn't used at linebacker before. In that particular game, I just think he looked. Michael's a competitor. I think he wanted to eat. He didn't get a chance to eat that game. And then this one is interesting because again, I could do a whole show on Super this. Super chat. What one what one thirteen said DQ is stubborn with his system. Gotta be able to make minor adjustments in games like last night. Micah's pass rushing and the offense is running. DQ is stubborn. I will say this and, and, and try to relay this as professional as possible. It's, it, it's not just us. It's not, it's not just us that believes that. Got to figure something out. He's been figured out, but he's now got to figure something out. We talk about counters offensively. You know, we have those. I think we got, we're talking about being stubborn. I think Mike got stubborn in his own damn system in this game. The answer was right there, in my opinion, run the ball. Answer was right there. There was no need to, to try to get pretty with this one. You can't throw in a torrential downpour. You can't throw the ball 34 times. Now, you got down, so you had to throw it. But there was no reason to do so early in that game. Stay in front of the chains. I was texting the Lumani chat. might have been just foot. I can't remember. Maybe it was Vach. And I was like, hey, look what Buffalo's doing. Every first down, this is no lie. Go look at every single first down in the first half. Turn around, hand it off. Turn around, hand it off. Second and six, second and two, second and four, second and three. Playbook's wide open now. Now, if you only get five yards on a play action, little dink and dunk, first down. Every single first down, they're running the ball. 
You couldn't stop it. They understood you can't throw the ball three, four, five straight times in this torrential downpour. Don't understand why we didn't understand that, especially when it was working. Especially when it was working. I can't talk about NFL being rigged and stuff like that. You know, I'm seeing that in the chat. I put on a I put on a good conspiracy about my own damn team, but I can't get into the to the to the rig stuff. Can't do it. Um, a los their lines are locked, los, but appreciate the donation. And what one one three drop another one. Super chat. He said we didn't lay down, but we got laid down. Get down or lay down. What happened? G Dub dropped another one. Super chat. He said, uh, the defense is in love with hero ball. When not getting big plays, they lose interest. Starts with Micah. Did they set the edge once yesterday? I'm gonna go back and watch it. Um, watch the film. I don't even know. I'll, I'll go back. I can't really speak on the whole setting edge. Dude, they just got they just got mauled. They got mauled. And for whatever reason, Dan did not adjust to that by adding more people in the box. I would have flat out said, you know what? Screw this. I'm putting eight dudes in this box. You're going to have to throw. You're going to have to throw. And and there's times when I get it. Hankins was out the ball game. I get it. Hank is a big deal. I'm going to go back and we're going to watch and see how big of a deal he was, how, how big of a deal he was or is, and how much he was missed. But you got to be able to adapt without that. I didn't see any adapting. I I didn't, man. All the way into the third quarter. Still rolling out six six guys in the box. Uh, it didn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Again, I watched the film. Super chat. Bear dropped uh, five and says, Sky, would you take a look at Teray Tart, who got cut from the Titans and just let go of, and just let go of Neville Gallimore? I don't, is this Tart guy, what, is he uh? I'm imagining a defensive tackle. Is he good? I, I don't know, man. I didn't. I don't. I don't watch it. Teray Tart. I, I have no clue. You would probably know more about Teray Tart than I do. Again, I don't. I, I don't know if another player coming in here is off of some somebody getting cut off the street is just gonna all of a sudden change everything. Now, if they come here and be a Hankins, is he a Hankins? I, I don't know that. I have to go look. Super chat. That's a good one. Van Van go to hell. He says it all started when Sam juiced. Come on, man. Sam juiced up Dummy Williams, most penalized special teams player in a key moment. That's what turned the game. Sure, sure. That that was part of uh, my defining moment. Right? 100%. I mean, but there was a lot of little things that added up to this. A lot of little things added up to this. And I'm going to say the game was pretty much lost in that first half. Those first, the, the first three touchdown drives for them. And then our, obviously our drives. Uh, but what happens is those little things throughout the game, when they start building, right, they turn into one collective big thing. And that's what happened. Yeah, little, all them little tiny things adding up. And I think that's it for the Super Chats. I'll do another one. Let's see another... Boom. Yep, we're good to go. <laughs> Sign Rolando McClain. Hey, hey, I don't know if y'all watch or if y'all listen or not listen, but read 
Rose said he can play. I'm not, I'm not signing a lot of play. But Rose said, hey, I've been I've been training for this moment. He's like 34, ain't played since 2000. I, I don't know, 17 or something. I have no idea when last time Ronald McLean played football. But I get it, man. It, sign Adamic and Sue, sign Rolando McLean, sign to Ray Terry. They're trying to figure something out. That's that's the whole point. Is we don't have the answer sway, but we damn sure gonna throw things at the wall. Um I, I don't personally think bringing in anybody is going to just up and change who, who you are because this is a pattern, right? It's a pattern of things. So I think the change is going to have to come internally. The change is going to have to come from the top. And then obviously the players are going to have to execute said change um, on both sides of the ball. But what was, what was most disappointing about this, and I'll, and I'll, I'll talk about it on both sides. Uh, defensively, it was just getting the ball ran on you that way. That was that was demoralizing, and you and you really had no answer. I don't even know that you adapted to have an answer. It was demoralizing, and offensively, it was the fact that you had the you had the biggest reasoning, excuse, whatever, to run the ball in this one, and we decide to not do that. We decide to think this is the here we go Dak Prescott offense in a, a torrential downpour. When it was right there for you, coach. And when we talk about the in your system, I know no quarterback is going to be like, all right, no, take the you know, take the ball out of my hand. But Josh Allen had a very interesting quote at the end of the game, if y'all are in his press conference. He said, Hey man, I feel like the kid that got an A on a group project that didn't do nothing. That, they understood the assignment, man. That was the most frustrating part about it. They understood the assignment. Now, you may go on the road and not have and not have to worry about elements. You may go on the road and play in Detroit, and you're good to go, right? There's no elements. You may go on the road and play in Philly. There might be some elements. Who knows? But it's Philly. It's a common opponent. You know that that game to me is more of a wash than anything. You actually f- look like the better team. Didn't finish. That's the problem about the road. You have to go out there and finish. And that's why I said going out there and getting into a fight to me and and coming out with a victory would have meant way more than anything. They did the exact opposite. They got into a fight and got whooped. They got into a fight and got knocked out, got beat down, got worn down for about three, four rounds and then knocked out in the seven. You know? You go to San Fran if you make it that far. You're going to be in a fight. And you better have an answer. And that's not an uncommon opponent. It's not an uncommon opponent, man. So in closing, for me, it was a concerning loss yesterday. For sure. They got one more game to bounce back and make a statement. Again, I keep saying it. We don't necessarily care what the national media, because that, that doesn't mean anything. They need to make a statement for themselves. We want to be selfish as fans. Yeah, it'd be nice to make a statement for us too. But I, you you heard them talking. They, they asked the same question to every single last one of those players in that locker room. Why the discrepancy on the road in a way? Why the And they are, man, we, we, got, we got to close that gap. This isn't a us thing. This is a them thing in that locker room. That's why I said this was an important game to get in there, play well, and get out of there with a victory. 
Because you got one more left. You're 0 for 3. You got one more left. I digress. Uh, can we use Ferguson, Turk, Pollard in the first half? You know, they, they kind of went backwards, Gregory. You notice that in the second, it was like 20, what did they kick, two field goals at the end? It was 28 to 3. Or 20, 20, they kicked a couple field goals. 24 to 3, I think it was. 24 to 3 or something like that. Might have even been 31, I don't know. 24 to 3. And then they start running screens to Tony Pollard and the screen to Jake Ferguson. And this is a wrap. You need to start getting chunk plays now. The Bills are going to walk them that. They just didn't pack the common sense in this game for me. It just, they just didn't do it. And um, hopefully they bounce back. Hopefully we bounce back. Do we arise to the occasion, says Toxic, and fix the issues, or do we falter like last year's path? Yep. They got opportunity, big one in front of them. They need to treat this one with urgency. That's, that's, that's the other thing that kind of bugs me about what we've seen on the road, and it's a pattern on the road. The urgency isn't quite there. And, and more than anything, that, that bugged me, right? You get down 14 nothing, you get on the 11-yard line, and we're treating this thing like everything's going hunky-dory. Let's go out here and just kick the field goal. I need a sense of urgency. You create a forced fumble when you're you're reeling, and we, we're not sure. I'm going to throw it. I don't know what's going on up there. Throw that goddamn flag, man. You lose a timeout, who cares? Where's the urgency? A lot of reoccurring themes on the road that they need to clean up. And I'll leave it at that, Cowboys Nation. It was an ugly beatdown that I think deserved of us to beat them down today. It is, it is what it is. There ain't nothing nice we can say about that game yesterday except for maybe Tony Pollard rushing, running hard. <laughs> That's about it. Now, we get the film. We're going to watch the film. We'll see how TJ Bass played. Right, we'll, we'll see. You know what he did there. We'll we'll see how some other players played individually. You know, I, I didn't talk about. It. I mean, I'll, I'll show the roundup. I mean, can't really talk about roundup. But but Zach Martin suffered a quad injury for those who may not have seen or forgot or whatever. So he went out the game at the end of the first half, and, and T.J. Bass came in there, and I didn't really hear his name a whole lot. So that's a good thing. But we'll see. We'll go look at the film. And like I said earlier, Cowboys clinched. Cowboys clinched. Not that anybody cares. The Cowboys are always going to clinch a playoff spot. It's not a big deal. Cowboys are trying to play for home field because they struggle against good teams on the road. Now they got a chance to clean it up. So that was the roundup. Um, I didn't get to it because we got we went straight into this thing. If you missed it, we talked about the defining moments. We talked about the home and away discrepancy, and we listened to Mike and Dak specifically talk about that gap needing to close because it ain't again. It ain't just us fans that see it; it's them in that locker room that see something is different at home and on away against these good teams on the road, and they got to figure that out if they want to get to where they get to. You got the talent, quarterbacks playing at a high level this year. Obviously, not in that game. Your your play caller has been dialing it up. Obviously not in that game. Your defense has been getting turnovers. Obviously not in that game. But for whatever reason, this happens four times. Can't have it. Can't have it. With that said, push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button.
we'll carry this over probably not as as in depth i don't know uh but on Vox somebody live show mo will be on later a to z sports prime time appreciate ot josh just dropped five says sky didn't see a lot of runs that went long through the a gap b gap why didn't they set the edge why do you think the difference is a home and away run it back he out of here peace